Welcome to Scotch Parlor. I'm Rick Scotch, your host of the Scotch Parlor podcast, where we capture and share the journeys and stories of inspiring creators who are out in the world doing what they love. Inspire, explore, create. Life is good. Let's get started. Rick Scotch on the Scotch Parlor podcast. Today I have Nick Miller, who is an incredible photographer from New York City. Nick's style is neo-noir inspired, which Nick will explain more about his style later. But for now, think sinister and shadowy with a cinematographer style. Each of his photos seem to tell its own visual story. He does an amazing job of capturing moods and offering suspense throughout his photography. Check out his Instagram at Nick Miller's. And that will be posted with the Scotch Potter story on scotchpotter.com as well. I'm super excited to speak with you, Nick, and for you to share your creator journey and offer some insights of your of your craft. You're like I said, you're you're like a magician behind that photographer, that that camera. And, uh, you know, again, just thanks for being here, buddy. And uh, I'll pass it on to you if you want to just say hi and maybe any brief intro that you want to give. Yeah. Thank you very much for seeing me. It's a pleasure to be here tonight. Uh, yeah, so, uh, so my name is Nick, uh, Nicholas, to be honest, but uh, I'm known as uh, Nick Millers on, uh, on Instagram. Uh, I started shooting about uh, two years ago, slightly more than two years ago, uh, just for fun. Uh, after One year after relocating from New York City. So originally, I'm actually from France. Uh, I was born like close to Paris. I grew up over there. Um, I worked, uh, I left from Paris to London in 2013. I lived in London for four years and a half, and I relocated to New York City in 2018. Uh, and basically, that's when I moved to New York that I started really getting into photography because I was fascinated by the city. I just loved like walking, you know, in the city, especially at night on moody night and stuff because of the kind of the Gotham atmosphere of the city. Uh, and yeah. that's what kind of made me pick up a camera in the first place. Um, and so I started shooting it two years ago, and so it's been like a I love a journey since then. Uh, I started Instagram in 2019, uh, which helped me to um, learn more from other photographers and also to like um, get more exposure to other people. Um, and um, and yeah, so that's uh, that's a brief presentation of me. Nice, nice. All right. So so you so okay. So you're from France, mm-hmm. and and um, how, so you lived there all your life around that area, or? Uh, so I lived in so I lived in France uh, basically until uh, 2013, uh, except uh-huh. one year that I spent in the US uh, in 2011 2012 for my studies. I was like doing an exchange program at the University of Rochester, upstate New York, uh, which was like kind of my first. I mean, I've been in the US before, but that was the first time I was spending an, like an extensive period of time in the US, and I really loved it. I was like, I was actually going to New York like several times a month if I could. <laughs> uh, like uh, I had a lot of friends over there, I was partying on the weekends uh, and I just <laughs> like, I really loved the vibe of the city. And I always told myself that I wanted to come back to New York uh, from that point. Uh, and and so uh, so I like I have a job completely unrelated to, uh, to photography, but whenever it was possible at like some stage of my career to be transferred to New York City, I pushed for it. Uh, and that's what happened in the beginning of 2018 when I relocated from my work to New York. Um, and um, yeah. 
So I would, and the cool thing about you picking up a camera, it helped you explore New York even more, right? Like, yeah, I mean, definitely, yeah. <laughs> definitely. Like the number of hours, you know, I spent just like walking around town, like different neighborhoods. Like, uh-huh. I mean, just on last Sunday, for example, I, I walk like, I like to, to, you know, on the, on the iPhone, you got that steps app, that elf app where you can see the number of steps that you do. Oh yeah, and yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> like on, on last Sunday, I walked like thirty five thousand steps. Holy like, uh, <laughs> I went like, I mean, I literally went like from Williamsburg to um, to Chinatown, walking, crossing the bridges to Dumbo, and then I, I then I went uh, from Dumbo to Coney Island, taking the train. But I explore like I spent the whole afternoon in Coney Island. Walk back to Brighton Beach, which is like in even further Russian neighborhood after Coney Island in Brooklyn. Uh, all of this walking, and it's just like I just love it. You know, it's like uh, for me, it's like some pressure. It's like uh, I just love like uh, being around, shooting, discovering neighborhood, talking to people. That's that's pretty right. cool. So so then, like you you have your your um, your steps counted. How many pictures did you think you took that day? I took like uh, fifteen hundred. Yeah, okay, okay. But I mean, I should, I should burst, you know, I'm not gonna, I like, <laughs> often I will take like 10, 15 frames of one scene and just keep one. So like, I like yeah. to, I don't want to miss like the shot. So I'll take a, I kind of take burst like pictures. Uh, but after that, after that, you know, when I actually like sort and select the pictures, I will keep maybe all for like one third of it barely. Right, right. Yeah, it's totally, totally true. Yeah, <laughs> a yeah. lot of pictures to get that one great shot that exactly, you love. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. Taking advantage of the the modern technologies, you know, like yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, ain't that the truth? So I mean, yeah. just to kind of the highlight more as you were younger, were you always were you a creative type? Were you on that more athletic, were you entrepreneurial? How were you? How would you say you were as a kid? Uh, I, to be honest, I, I think I was just like a normal kid, not like one specific type of kid. I was definitely not the artistic type of uh, kid, you know, like uh, um, I was never into art too much. I mean, I was always interested, you know, in like music, stuff like that, but I was not like an artist myself. Huh? Um, and I was not, I mean, I definitely, I was like in front of sports, you know, I played like football for seven years. Just like soccer, you know, not American football. <laughs> I played tennis for seven years. I did like track and field. I did like judo. I did swimming. So I did a lot of sport, but I was, I was never top level on any sport. You know, I was just like, I was just interested in sport and, uh, and, and that was it. Uh, but I mean, otherwise I was like, my hobbies, you know, were normal, like a little bit of sport, playing video games, hanging out with friends. There was no like one specific area where I excelled, you know? Um, so yeah, like for me, starting like photography was something like totally different from what I've, I've been doing before when I started. Uh, and and that's why I loved it so much, you know, as well. Because uh, it yeah. was like, just like uh, completely different from what I'd been doing before. And that was really some fresh air for me, like to find, you know, that like creative part. Uh, of myself uh, that I didn't uh-huh. know existed before. That's so. So then, like, so that's why you know. So what? Obviously, you know that, that it was a big. When you moved to New York, it was obviously a great opportunity, a great way to explore New York by picking up a camera. But what do you feel like? What attracted you to um, pick up that camera versus other creatives? Like you know, doing. Do, do you do any like uh, cinematography, like videos and stuff like that? 
No, no, no. I mean, uh, to be honest, uh, so that's one of the things I've, um, I forgot to mention in my interest, but I've always been like a big movie addict, you know, like since I was a kid, always watching a lot of movies and like not watching movies just like as a distraction, you know, I was like, I was really like uh, reading a lot of stuff about the movies I was watching. Uh, I went like, I studied like a little bit like cinematography, you know, on the side. Uh, I was like reading about like uh, film directors and stuff. Um, and so like for me, um, when I moved to New York, like I got up, I kind of like was really, I try to mix basically this passion for cinematography with something. And that's, that's something happened to be photography. I wish I had like more time to like learn video skills and stuff. Uh, and I actually like started to learn it when I started photography as well. I was like, oh, I want to learn like both photography, cinematography and like videography. But uh, it was just too much work for the spare time I had. So I had to choose something and I decided to go for photography uh, because I wanted really to specialize and be good at something instead of just like scratching the surface of like two disciplines, you know. Uh, but I mean, it's like, I love videography as well. Uh, it's just like, I know I don't have time to like go deep into it, but maybe at some, maybe, you know, one day if I quit my job and have much more spare time, <laughs> then I would definitely like, like, uh, like to study that more. And, uh, uh, yeah, I mean, like over the past year, I've been like uh, watching a lot of videos on YouTube about cinematography and lighting techniques, you know, camera movements. Uh, I've been like actually um, also uh, studying a lot of film stills, uh, okay. which is like very helpful for my photography as well. Yeah. Uh, but um, it's like cinematography is something really passionating, you know. So it's yeah. definitely something I would like to uh, study more in the future. But um, I know I need more time to do that. So yeah. it's, it's yeah. like something I keep in mind for later, you know. But it's definitely, it's so interesting, you know, like there's yeah. so much to learn about it. Like, um yeah, no, and that's and that's what's cool. I mean, obviously, in your style, and we're, we're talking about your style. It it kind of it has that because I swear to God, like your photos have like. I mean, people say like you look at a photo and it tells a story, right? But like you legitly, dude, like your pictures, like almost it's like watching. It's like looking at a part of a story. It's very suspenseful, uh, and it mm -hmm. and I'm attracted to that type of moody type of uh, look. So it's cool. And I mean, as far as so, how did you? I mean, we kind of tell by the way you're you're talking about it, but how did you find that style that that's the one you wanted to focus on? Um, I mean, so when I started photography, obviously I explored like different stuff, you know, I started shooting, like my initial interest was shooting landscapes, you know, because like we're always like fascinated, you know, when we see beautiful <laughs> landscapes, when we travel, yeah, we want to sure. capture that. But yeah. uh, like, I was just frustrated because I was living in New York City and there was no way I could travel, oh. like, every weekend and stuff. So <laughs> I, I was know, like, right? okay. You see all these, but the photographers traveling everywhere. I'm like, oh, man. Yeah. I mean, stuck. exactly. You know, I was I was on Instagram. I was following a few big guys and those uh, guys are, like, digital nomads traveling all yeah. year round, you know? Right. I was like, wow, that's just fantastic, but that's not me. You know, it's not going to yeah. happen. So <laughs> uh, I'm going to focus on something else. And... And then, like, as I was telling you, I loved walking around the city, roaming and like photographing. So like quickly, I became like more focused on urban photography. Uh, and and then I started shooting in like I, I, I watched like a few videos on YouTube about guys talking about like shooting in the rain and stuff. And I started to experiment for myself 
I remember, I think that was like in, um, in March, 2000, uh, 2019, uh, yes, yeah, so almost two years ago, uh, I shot like there was a day of like complete fog in New York city. And I just pick up my camera and I went shooting around town all day long. Then like one or two months later, there was a massive rainstorm and I shot in the rainstorm like all night long. And those pictures from that foggy day and rainy day happened to be like among my favorites. And I was like, wow, I, I love that style, you know? And, um, and because I'm also a big, like big fan of like neo-noir movies and thrillers and gangster movies with that moody atmosphere, you know? Uh, it was kind of like a link, you know, between what I like in watching movies and what I like to do in taking pictures. And that's how like that starts starting to emerge, you know? And, gotcha. and then I started to follow the work on Instagram of some people who are like kind of specialized into this, you know? Uh-huh. Uh, and same thing, I was like completely absorbed. I was like looking through their feed and I was like, wow, that's just like amazing, you know? Uh, and so end of last, I mean, end of 2019, that's when I kind of like, decided to go for this, you know, I was like, Oh, that's, that's my favorite style. I think I found like something that I really, I'm interested in photography and that I want to explore more. And I decided uh -huh. to go for it. And, um, that like, that took up, that took off immediately on Instagram, people starting to like it, like the style. Uh, and, um, I think 2020 was the year where like the cinematic kind of style, whether it's like street urban portrait or anything just exploded on Instagram. So the timing was pretty good. Uh, and um, yeah, and I just went from there and like, yeah. Uh... Nice, dude. Nice. Yeah, no, that's awesome. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Scotch Parlor podcast. Just a quick reminder, make sure you make a visit to scotchparlor.com, subscribe to the podcast, and also check us out on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube at Scotch Parlor. Now back to the episode. You know what I forgot to ask you? So what do you shoot with? What's your camera? I shoot with a Sony A7R III. Oh, um, nice. Okay. Yeah, it's which is like uh, I mean it's not the last one you know from like the the Sony they they released like several cameras since then uh -huh. now they just release cameras every six months which is insane. <laughs> I know, right? I but know. <laughs> um, yeah, it's just I mean I love that camera. It's like uh, I mean I literally I switched from uh, I had a DSLR that I bought in 2013 because I was I was like interested in like photography before you know but I was never like taking it seriously. Like the first first time I literally shoot RAW was end of 2018. So for five years, I was shooting auto mode, JPEG, you know, with my DSLR. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was very lazy, but at least like, you know, <laughs> I, I just had the feeling of like being a real photographer with a real camera, you know? Yeah, 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 uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, so... Then you, discover, then you discover RAW, huh? <laughs> yeah, I discovered RAW and that was a shock, you know, that was a shocker. I was like, wow, it's just so powerful. You can yeah. the things you can do with those cameras right <laughs> uh, and so uh yeah i decided like uh basically i shot with my dslr seriously for like six months okay. and then i started to be more interested in night photography uh and like that camera just didn't allow me to shoot like raw at night you know uh, mm -hmm. without a tripod uh -huh, so i couldn't uh -huh. do street photography at night because like as soon as i was bumping the iso to like let's say more than 800 it was just like so grainy, so disgusting. So because that was really entry level, like Canon DSLR from 2013, you know. So I, at that point, I just like decided to go for like what was kind of like top of the market, you know. So I went yeah. for a Sony A7R3. Decided I to know, invest. Right? You did. You and, did. Uh, you did. <laughs> and, and yeah, yeah, no regrets, you know. Like yeah. uh, I love that camera ever since then. Um, uh -huh. I've like 
I mean, I've extended I have a lot of lens now, you know, I yeah. shoot like mainly prime lens at night uh, uh -huh. for the fast aperture. So I have like a 24 millimeter, a 35 millimeter and an 85 millimeter, okay. uh, all 1.4. Nah, oh, nice. And, um, and during the day, I shoot like uh, mainly with zoom lenses just because of the versatility, you know. Mm -hmm. um, so I will use a 2470 2.8, the Sony one. Uh -huh. And I have a 7300 from Ooh. Sony, which is like, a, okay. it's, uh, okay. I mean, that, that lens is like, it's, it's, it's nice. It's not super sharp. And so it's not a very expensive lens. But uh -huh. I just like I just like the massive focal length range that you got, you know, like from twenty eight yeah. to three hundred. That's that's pretty. Cool. It's crazy, right? <laughs> yeah, especially like I was in I was in Chicago like uh, uh, over the, the not last weekend but the weekend before, uh -huh. and like shooting like super long with super long lens like three hundred over there. There's a lot of like places where you can do it. That's pretty cool. Gives you really like a, a kind of a compositions that you, you wouldn't be able to capture otherwise. So that's that's interesting. Yeah, no, that's cool. So then, what what as far as your your like creative routine? So I, I know you just went on a you did a lot of steps the other the, the other day, but like how often do you shoot at, yeah. per week? Let's say there's no there's no rules to be honest. Like I okay. used to shoot quite often pre COVID. Like the first year of photography, I was shooting like two three times a week. Uh -huh. um, this year, I mean, 2020 has been much lower, obviously, because yeah. of COVID. Yeah. Uh, and because of like, because of motivation issues as well, you know, sometimes mm -hmm. I'm just like, like, I had a period between uh, uh, December to being in February where I shoot like barely twice, I think. It's just like okay. no motivation whatsoever. Gotcha. Uh, and it was like, I tend to shoot in moody conditions, obviously, like because that's the atmosphere I'm going for, you know, in my neo noir style. So, like rain, fog, snow are my favorite, obviously, uh, and those just don't happen like that frequently in the end. So, okay. I will go out really when the condition is worth it, you know, when it rains yeah. like a lot, all of this snow or fog, uh, and when I'm motivated, and when that happens at like normal hours, you know, like sometimes I shoot like super late at night, but like <laughs> that not yeah. not too often. Not too uh, often. Uh, but at the same time, you know, like lately, like February has been like crazy moody in New York with a lot of snow and stuff. And I think I've shot like six times in the past like two weeks, you know. So uh -huh. I wouldn't set any any specific routines. It's just like these periods of motivation and good conditions where I will shoot a lot, and these periods of like boring conditions and no motivation where I will just like not shoot at all for weeks, you know, potentially. Gotcha, um, gotcha. And I like it like this, you know, like, um, I like it like this. I go out when I feel inspired sometimes yeah. also when I feel, I don't feel inspired, but just like, I feel motivated. Uh, I think that that's for me, photography started as like, a an escape, a passion. And I want to keep it that way. You know, I don't want to force myself to be out if I don't want to be out. Yeah. Like, uh, it's, it's something that really helps me to, to relax, to change my mind and to, uh, to be happy. So that's like, uh, I decided, I decided to do it when I want it, you know, like, anyway. uh, I don't know if you have other, like, as far as where you post your pictures besides Instagram, um, I'm sure you probably on other platforms, but <clears throat> does that being on Instagram and, you know, the, the consistency of posting, does that drive you to to does it kind of bug you make you it makes you like ah, i need to go out there and, and take pictures or do you just you don't let you just do it when you want to do it uh i wouldn't say that it like pushed me to go out like i will go out no matter what you know okay uh but it's just like uh uh 
one thing about like posting on social media, actually, I like to have a routine there. That's where okay. I like to post, you know, like every, uh, let's say once every two days, I will post mm-hmm. on Instagram uh, and just like try to be active, you know, on the day that I'm posting and then mm-hmm. maybe taking a day off, you know, where I would like not really be on the platform. Uh, but I, yeah, I, li- I like posting like with a, a regular schedule and just like be active, you know, on, on the platform. And uh, yeah, you were mentioning other platforms. Uh, actually, I started uh, Twitter being okay, at this okay. year. Uh-huh. uh like really like posting pictures and uh it's it's a, it's a different vibe it's a different, it's a different crowd vibe, yeah. i feel like i like <laughs> yeah. it i like it a lot to be yeah. honest it's it's oh, really yeah. nice like uh it's uh i like the kind of the viral aspect you know of twitter where like it's like people twitching it's not like an algo deciding whether they're going to push your algo or not your followers yeah. or not randomly yeah. it's actually like people seeing it liking and sharing and if they share like the more it's being shared the more it's like gonna go viral and it's yeah. a it's a different algo i think it's more simple to understand it's less random and uh-huh. i like the format of like for the past year probably or like at least like eight months i've been shooting like 90 percent of my work is like landscape formats so horizontal okay. pictures which is not like what instagram favor yeah and yeah. on the, um, on twitter it's like it's really random you can post like horizontal or vertical it doesn't matter you know because if you switch your phone from like if you put your phone on horizontal the picture will appear like full screen horizontal which is really yeah. nice and the quality is actually not as compressed as instagram so right it's yeah. actually um some people argue that it's a better experience you know if you want to consume like photographic content on twitter than on instagram um yeah so that's uh yeah trying to like okay. stay active on those two platforms I definitely one thing I will say though is like getting feedback on your work is definitely also some, something that keeps me motivated, you know. Uh, and also seeing the work of like other people, you know, getting inspired by other people is definitely like keeping the motivation like uh, consistent, you know. Yeah. I will say. Nice, nice, nice. So and it's, so when when you do after you take your pictures, what's your post production? Do you are you um you photoshop lightroom um how do you what, what's your process on that so i will i do everything on um uh, lightroom mobile uh either okay. on the ipad or on the phone um it's like usually i will just like put the pictures you know on uh, on my uh, on my phone or ipad when i'm back home uh-huh. then it's like going to lightroom mobile which means it's in the cloud and i can edit both on the phone on the on the laptop i mean i have a i have like a, a computer as well but i I really don't edit over there. Okay. I'm okay. so used to editing on the on the iPad and phone because Interesting. I cool. I basically, you know, I still like Lightroom mobile became kind of good like two years ago when I started uh-huh. photography. So uh-huh. I started with that directly. For me, it was just like easier than like going on my computer. I was never really a computer type of guy, you know. Uh-huh. I actually bought a, a, a com- like a good computer like just like two months ago. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, before, before that, I just had like, I had almost nothing, you know? Um, that's why, that's why you were trying to do, you were trying to do the podcast through your phone, huh? You're like, I, I do yeah, anything to I, I, Exactly. I just, I, I barely use my computer, you know? Yeah. Thing is like, I sit in an office working on a computer all day long. So when I'm I home, I'm like, saying. it's fine to spend time on the phone, on the computer. It's just like sitting again yeah. on a desk and looking at a screen. Yeah. I just feel bad, you know? <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's a- but uh, yeah, and like to be honest, uh, Lightroom Mobile uh, on the phone, uh, I mean, it's just uh-huh. so good. You know, you get like pretty much like ninety uh, percent of the features that you get on the 
on the lap on the desktop yeah. version, you know. Uh, uh-huh. And uh, and if you get used to it, I guess that's that's fine to use it, you know. Uh, and one of the thing as well is like, uh, so I commute. I spend like maybe an hour a day commuting, you know, like in the train and stuff. And I just like I love to edit when I commute. You know, it's like yeah. uh, it's like a nice way, productive way to use my time. Uh-huh. Same thing like. Um, Whenever I kind of try to escape the city, you know, going like uh, uh, away, like in like other cities or like hiking in national parks and stuff. And like, so I will edit, you know, on the plane, like um, basically what, like whenever I have some spare time, I can just like take my phone and edit pictures, you know, which is, which is nice. That's um, cool. And um, yeah, so that's, that's, that's one part of my uh, editing process. And then, I mean, it's like, basically uh, I will kind of spend time you know like leave the pictures on lightroom for like days sometimes maybe weeks you know and like come back to different set of pictures like see if like the edits i've done i'm happy with it sometimes i will do like five different edits and then come back to them and see which one i like the most like over over like different day like several days sometimes several weeks and then at some point usually there's a click where i'm like wow that edit i really love it and that's what i'm going for you know uh but um i have like a few presets that i've developed over time you know i use them those as a base and then you know i will work on like the colors through like the color grading tool the rgb curves that i use a lot uh, i will play around with that and once i'm happy with the colors you know that's usually like uh, what matters the most to me then i will like play around with like some other parameters like the clarity the sharpening uh da stuff like that and like some uh, local adjustments as well um, but, um, yeah, like, um, it's, uh, I tend to edit like a bit there and there, you know, at like random time of the day, like, uh, um, it, this, it's pretty rare for me to say, oh, okay, today I'm going to edit, like, I'm going to spend my whole day editing. It's more like, oh, I have like a, an hour, half an hour of spare time. I'm going to edit. And then like, oh, I have another hour of spare time. I'm going to edit pictures. That's more like the way I work, you know, like there's no, like regular schedule of editing every day it's like it's more like a bit random when i got time gotcha all right that's cool man that's cool and I, I loved what you said about how because i I do it i kind of do it too in the sense of where after i'm done with the edit i let it sit for a little bit instead of mm-hmm. doing the edit and posting because then every time i've learned you do that and then you like start looking back at you're like nah i would have went a different direction yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, oh yeah for just, sure yeah right and just let it let I mean, it sit there and come back to it. It's like it's. I don't think it happened that I was happy with my first edit ever. You know, it's like I always get like a good base. You know, but then there's just like so many things I think about later. You know, at the like second stage of editing, which is not on the first day I'm editing. So that's why I think it's so important to let it sit. You know, just like get. It's it's like a for me it's like a song. You know, a song you listen to it the first time. You like uh, it, you know, uh, but then you're going to listen to it more and more and you discover so many things, you know, and then like, uh, I mean, like, uh, sometimes you're going to be drunk and listen to that song and you're going <laughs> to discover new things that you never heard, you know, when you were sober. Yeah. And like, there's a lot of things like that, you know, That's to cool. me, like for editing, I don't edit, uh, I'm actually, I don't drink anymore. So I don't uh-huh. edit drunk, but uh, I'm sure, you know, like uh, looking at your pictures in different like state of mind, you know, is definitely like something really helpful to, nice. uh, yeah. to like find exactly what you want to achieve. 
Absolutely. Absolutely. I couldn't agree with you more. That's awesome. What do you, uh, you, you've said it, you're inspired by others, obviously, as you, ex, you know, expanded your craft, learned your craft. Who, who, who did you want to say who you were inspired by or any, or actually any I mean, resources? it's like, yeah, I mean, there's, to be, to be honest, I have like so many sources of inspirations, you know, mm -hmm. I'm inspired by movies, obviously. I think it's like number one source of inspiration for me. Like, uh, uh, you know, cinematography of movies like uh, the Blade Runners, uh, like some old school movies taking place in the greedy New York City of the 70s, you know, like Taxi Driver, uh, King of New York, uh, French Connections, movie like that. And th th those, like, I've watched them like so many times. Um, the work, like, uh, more recently, you have movies like Joker, John Wick, you know, incredible cinematography. Uh, with, you know, like those, um, they, they make an extensive use of like, uh, lead lighting and stuff like that um so movies definitely number one then there's a music like um when i shoot so i'm a big fan of like two type of music that are like not related at all but it's like old school hip hop from the 90s like especially like dark like uh east coast rap you know uh from the 90s like groups like mob deeps wu-tang clan nas mm -hmm. um uh, on the one hand and on the other hand, I love electronic music, like minimal, minimalistic electronic music from Berlin, you know, like uh, my years in London, I was like completely addicted <laughs> to that type of music. I was just like partying on that all the time. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, and like when I go shoot, I usually, I put my headphones on, I'm in my world, like, and I'm listening to like either like this type of like rap or electronic music. And that inspires me as well. You know, that gives me like some, puts me in some kind of mood, you know, where I can observe things in a different eye from a different perspective. Uh, so music, and then there's obviously the work of like other photographers. So, I mean, I wouldn't like, there's like too many of them for me to quote them, you know, but I I follow like 800 people on Instagram and uh, for a reason, you know, because like their work from one way to another inspire me. Uh, I've, I've studied the work when I started to like pick up a camera seriously. I also started to learn obviously the work of like the photography masters, you know, uh, and there's like so many, like, you know, I started the photo book collection. I have like now almost 50 books and like, I've gone through all of them several times and that's a massive source of inspiration as well. Whether yeah. it's like street photography or like other type of photography, you know, I'm like a big fan of uh, Todd Hido, for example, that like you, you must know, who's like, uh, who's kind of uh, one of the first photographers to shoot the suburbs at night in moody conditions. He was shooting like often in fog, rain, through the windshield, you know, putting a lot of texture in his shot. Like those are like definitely a big source of inspiration as well. Like I try not to limit myself when it comes to my inspirations, you know, like uh, super open-minded. And I know, I know some photographers, they actually don't like to look at the work of other people because they are afraid that it's going to actually like um, deprive them from, yeah, they're going to just like try to like do the same as other people. And stuff. For me, it's like fun, you know, I'm open, like I'm like happy to see what other people are doing. Yeah. Uh, and I find it, I find it interesting. I wonder if that, and it's so true. I I know what you're saying. And I wonder if that's, um, I think it's because maybe you're so confident in your style that you, you, oh, you already have a unique style. So it's like, so it is kind of cool to be inspired by another photographer. And if you like something from it, you, you maybe add it, but you're still going to put your own little style to it. So that, that yeah, no, definitely, right, definitely. Yeah. Right. So, and, and as far as like advice, uh, 
for other creators out there and we can and other photographers what would you say that you what would be a good piece of advice you would give to someone that's looking to do photography yeah i mean i think the main piece of advice would be try to really find your niche you know that you like uh it's i mean it depends on what you want to achieve right some people they just want to shoot a little bit of everything they don't want to limit themselves and they do it for their like pure like pleasure because it's a hobby and they like it and that's completely fine you know it's like it's i think it's like yeah it's completely fine to do that now i think if you want to if you want to go somewhere in terms of like creating an audience and like building you know presence on social media and like photography i think that you really need to find a niche you know to be quite specific so it's just just like so many people out there on instagram now that like people will not really like follow you, you know, if you don't have a specific niche and you come up with something like not necessarily brand new, but you know, like a bit different from other people. So for me, that's something I kind of had in mind, you know, like I was like, mm, I think it's like, uh, if I want to, uh, if I want to go somewhere, you know, uh, like I need to find a niche and that's, that's how like I ended up, you know, coming with that niche of like super dark neo-noir, you know, I take a lot of other pictures, you know, of like landscape and like even animals, wildlife and stuff, but I just like, I keep it for myself, you know, or like for my friends, sometimes I share it in my stories, but it's like on Instagram, I try to stay focused on like that kind of neo-noir cinematic vibe, you know? You got to be consistent, you know, in terms of like um, the content that you post uh, mm-hmm. and also like the frequency that you post, which is not like that's unfortunate. I would say, you know, like but social media wants you to be like consistent the in, uh, in how often you post, which yeah. like is kind of like can be against, you know, some artistic values, because sometimes this periods you're going to be inspired. Some of the periods you're not going to be inspired at all, you know, Um uh-huh. But yeah, that, that's an advice I will say, like try to stay consistent as much as you can. Yeah. Um, yeah. Do you, and I, I forgot to ask you this, do you sell prints? I mean, I, I do, but I don't really advertise it. It's more like if people reach out to me because they want to buy a print, uh-huh. uh, I will like, I will, I will send them like a, a link, you know, where they, they can buy it. It's like, it's more like, a, I'm not. I'm not really trying to make a business out of it. You know, it's more like for me, I always want to keep it as a passion and like, I love photography and I love taking pictures and, and that's the way I see it, you know? Um, So maybe at some stage of my life, you know, like photography will become more important and I will try to live from there from from it. But um, right now it's not the case. So like if someone wants like to hang a picture of me on their wall, I'm super happy, you know, to like facilitate that. So uh, yeah. but it's not something I'm trying to advertise either, you know? Okay. Okay. Yeah. 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 No. Uh, so yeah, when you kind of alluded to this, as far as, so my acronym acronym is WIDWID, like why I do what I do. So what, what, what's your inspiration of why you do what you do? It's just, um, a passion, you know, like, I mean, why did I start photography in the first place? So when I was in London, I was working from 7 a.m. till 9 p.m. every day. So for like years, for four years and a half, I didn't have time to have any OB on the weekday. And I was doing like a little bit of rock, rock climbing and weekends out of the city, you know, like hiking and stuff. That's always been one of my passions. But I didn't really have time to have a like other passion, you know, because I didn't uh, like I was working too hard. 
when I arrived in New York, I suddenly had much more time in front of me because my hours were much lighter and I had just spare time, you know, and that was the first time I'd spare time in my professional career for a long time. So that's when, you know, I was like, I was, I was almost bored, you know, like I think the first, <laughs> like first few months I was just like playing video game hardcore, like a kid, you know, and my <laughs> girlfriend, my girlfriend was actually really pissed about it. She gave me an ultimatum. She's like, oh, no. it's like, <laughs> just like, you got to quit those video games, you know, like that's not good. <laughs> and, and that's actually when I was like, okay, like I, I started like photography and that just like just consumed me you know i just loved it i love like spending time outside and stuff and that's starting to be something that um that actually matters a lot for me you know because that gives me like uh it's just like makes me feel better you know like uh when when i'm stressed for like whatever reason you know i just like go out go shoot walk for hours outside it's just like something like really nice nice uh, yeah, I, yeah i yeah i know i totally one of the things that I love about doing photography is, is for me is it, a, it makes you appreciate, you know, the, how beautiful life is. And like, you know, and especially, I mean, New York city, just how beautiful New York is, but those, those little things of seeing things that, especially if you're going out late at night, I like to be, I'm more of like an early riser, but seeing stuff that not most people either asleep or they're not seen and you're and you're capturing that through a lens and yeah I think, yeah definitely I, I think that's the power and the beauty of photography as a yeah you know, no, as a for hobby. sure for sure for sure right. yeah, yeah yeah absolutely so as far as other creative outlets uh, i mean it, it does sound like you're very busy and photography takes most of your time but do you have other creative outlets besides photography no, not really, not really. Yeah, <laughs> right. no. so, yeah it's like photography and work, right? <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. As, I mean, I was, as I was telling you, I think in the future, you know, I'll definitely explore, explore like videography and things like that. Uh-huh. Uh, at the moment, no, it's not the case, you know, and I'm, I'm happy like that, you know, I'm focused on photography. I think it's good That's also cool. to be like uh, uh, focused on one discipline and like try to excel in that discipline, you know. Uh, so I'm, I'm, I'm happy like that, you know? Cool. 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 What, um, what's two places that you want to shoot at your dream, sh- dream places you would like to take your camera? Uh, I mean like this places that I definitely dream to explore, but not, not, it's not even related to photography. You know, it's like more like just like a kind of a, almost spiritual you know like things that i've wanted to do for a long time like um so at some point in my life i definitely want to climb the everest um oh, cool. so it's it's like it's definitely gonna take time you know i need practice uh-huh. and stuff but uh, uh i will definitely like take my camera with me you know to document the journey well, uh, yeah. i don't think the camera will like go to the summit with me if i go there uh, <laughs> i don't think it's like <laughs> But, uh, but it's something like it's, it's been one of my long time dreams, you know, uh, and, uh, something definitely want to do, uh, and some of the places, I mean, I'm like, um, I'm fascinated by traveling, you know, when I was, uh, when I was based in Europe, I used to travel a lot. Like it's much easier in Europe, you know, uh, you have a lot of like low cost companies. You can fly, fly from your country to any other country, I mean, to so many other countries in just like less than two hours for pretty cheap. So when I was when I was based in London, like at least once a month, I will go to like a, a 
not necessarily a new country, but at least a new place, you know, a new city or a new region or like something, something new to explore, you know, with friends. Uh, and, and at the time I wasn't doing photography seriously, but I would always take like my DSLR with me and document, you know, what we like, where we're going through. Um, and so there are places that I'm like, I'm definitely keen on visiting as well. Like I haven't, I haven't been to Africa, uh, much. I've just been to Morocco. It's like countries like Namibia, South Africa. I want to, I want to do the hike of the Kilimanjaro as well, um, in Kenya. Uh, I want to, same thing. I want to trek in the, in Patagonia and south of Argentina nice. and Chile, nice. you know, it's like, I'm very like, uh, that's why I was telling you, I started with landscape photography is because even though I've always been living in big cities, like uh-huh. I feel like my heart some, somehow belongs to, uh, belongs that's to the good. nature, you know, that's where I'm like, <laughs> that's why I'm like the most happy, you know, like when that's I'm like cool. hiking in nature in the middle of nowhere, you know, like that's, uh, that's, that's pretty awesome. Good. Like, um, like for example, when I was when I was working in London with my friends, we'll often like you know take a map, look at a random country in Eastern Europe, and like decide to go for the weekend, and not even stays in big cities. We'll just rent a car and go in the countryside of those countries, and like just like meeting people, doing random stuff, you know. Like I remember one weekend we went to um, that was in 2017. We went to uh, Bulgaria. And in Bulgaria, I was doing a lot of like urban exploration at the time, you know, like exploring like abandoned, like uh, communist monuments and stuff, especially in Eastern Europe. And in uh, in Bulgaria, there's this monument called the Buzduzla, which it's it's basically, it used to be the former uh, um, headquarter of the communist party in Bulgaria. And it was built at the summit of a mountain in the middle of the country, in the middle of nowhere, absolutely nowhere. And that's a, that's a three hour drive from the capital city, Sofia. And we just decided to go there and explore this place with my friends on a weekend, like in January, 2017. And it's so funny because one day you're working in London in a, on a desk, you know, in the office space. And the next day you're driving in the countryside of Bulgaria and you go have lunch, have a traditional lunch in the middle of nowhere. And you meet people who've never met like foreigners, you know, almost like. And like, that's just a, that's just a surreal experience. And I really love that, you know, that's something I was like craving for. And, um, and then we spent the day exploring that place, uh, that, that monument, like, uh, uh, you climb on top of the tower. It's like completely abandoned. You have views of like the mountains surrounding. It's just insane. You know, it's like, uh, um, so that's the type of stuff I'm, I really love to do, you know, like on, uh, on the spare time and, uh, and that I love to take pictures of as well, but I will, that I will not necessarily post pictures on Instagram, you know? Okay. Okay. I'm like, oh man, I'm thinking of your pictures. I'm like, they could be, that, those could come out pretty sick as long as it's, you know, there's some yeah. clouds and stuff like that. <laughs> that that's awesome. So then uh, just kind of closing out the podcast, man. Uh, I just, I want to ask you uh, just two more questions. Uh, mm-hmm. It's kind of, it's kind of a legacy question, but I want to say, when someone looks at your, your work, um, and if we can still talk legacy, what do you want them to feel? Like when they look at Nick Miller's Nicholas Miller, I should your full name, uh, mm-hmm. your work, what do you want them? How do you want them to feel? I mean, yeah, busy. I'm trying to make them feel like they kind of like watching, you know, one of those like neo-noir trailers, movies, you know, with a very dark vibe and like, uh, uh, feel like the same kind of emotions as you would be like watching, you know, like, 
seven or like uh, Blade Runner, you know? I mean, I know it's like, it's not going to be the case, you know, because those movies are just like way too good. But uh, I mean, yeah, if I can, if I can like, if I can, you know, inspire people and just like uh, have people liking the work, you know, like for me, that's very rewarding that I'm very happy. You know, something I've always been like, uh, like on Instagram, I, uh, I will like always answer every comment and every message, you know, I get. It's just because for me, like, uh, it's it's also like, I want to have a real interaction with like people who like my work. I want, I'm not like someone that, you know, is just taking pictures and don't give a, a care about like the people who like their work. You know, I really want to engage with the community. I want to be accessible to them. Like whether it's like technical questions or questions about like anything, I always take time to answer, you know? Um, and uh, yeah, just like feel like people, I want to, like, I'm happy that people, like, uh, I've, like, uh, are interested in the work and, like, uh, and I can be accessible to them, you know? And um, speaking of legacy, I mean, I will say, like, uh, ultimately, the, the end goal for me, you know, would be to maybe publish, like, photo books as well, you know? Uh, it's definitely, like, a dream of mine, you know? Something that, like, really interesting me more, you know, than selling prints or, or things like that. That's and um, yeah, I mean, I feel like I'm not ready yet, you know, I need more time because I yeah. really want to make something nice, you know, but uh, I think like the idea is starting to emerge. I think I will do like thematic books, you know, like uh, uh, when I think I'm ready for it, like, for example, one of the, uh, I've been shooting extensively Coney Island uh, at night in the fog last year. And uh, I've done like several series of photos and like, it's been like, I mean, I, they are among my favorites and they are among the audience favorite as well. And I think that's definitely something, you know, like uh, publishing like a book of like Coney Island, creepy Coney Island in the fog, like the way people will never think of Coney Island, which is just like a, a, the beach in the summer amusement park, you know, with the yeah. kids and stuff. And here it's like a complete like different version, you know, at night, completely abandoned in the fog yeah. with like crazy colors and stuff. Um, that's uh, that's definitely something like uh, I would like to pursue in the future. Yeah. That's dope. I think that is a friggin' phenomenal idea. Because you know, without the idea of like doing prints is really cool, but I think just because of your style and the fact again, your photos do show a story to it. Yeah, exactly. It's like I think it that would be that's that you're onto something, buddy. <laughs> no, exactly. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's why like those, those thematic books. I mean, it's just basically. It's like almost like the best format, you know, for like storytelling through pictures. So mm -hmm. it's definitely like something. And it's, I think it's like every photographer's dream is like to have, you know, a photo book where like people will say, well, I love that artist like works so much that I will buy a piece of their work and have it sitting in my shelf. You know, it's like, yeah, yeah. I think it's like the, one of the most remarkable things you can have like as a photographer. So absolutely absolutely so last one is finish this sentence okay nicholas is uh fine i have absolutely no idea um uh, i'll let you you know what i'll let you complete that sentence for me how about that okay nicholas is an amazing an amazing photographer with the way you talk about your work and the way you your your you, the way you are listening to music as you're taking your photos, the way the time that you're going out, it all comes into your photos. 
Like I like I I mean I didn't know about obviously I didn't know about you listening to music, but like it totally makes sense. Like you do, mm-hmm. you bring you you take that mood of however you're feeling. And it shows in your photography, and I'm I love it. I absolutely love it, buddy. And I I know why you have such a great following, and 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 you're great at what you do. Uh, so uh, that's a long answer for who Nicholas is, but but uh, thank you, I appreciate it. Yeah, yeah, your work is phenomenal, man. I, I must much props. Thanks so much. Thank you yeah, very much. Absolutely. And lastly, um, I so as far as platforms, uh, if someone wants to get a hold of you socially, uh, what you want to, what are your 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 handles your instagram handles or whatever yeah so i mean instagram handle is uh at uh, nick millers and uh that's the best way to reach out to me just dm me you know as i was telling you i, I answer to like literally like pretty much everyone um and uh otherwise you can find me on twitter i think it's at nick millers one uh but it's like um yeah it's a uh, same name uh, nice. yeah yeah. So, and I'll, I'll like, I'll make sure that your, your, although that information's listed on your, your Scotch Potter story when it comes out. And, uh, Mr. Miller, I would thank you for uh, being on the Scotch Potter podcast. Cool. Thank you very much, anyway, for having me. That was a real pleasure to be on the podcast. Absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you for listening to another Scotch Potter podcast. Please visit scotchpotter.com to see short documentary videos, photos, and more podcast episodes of other inspiring creators. And make sure you subscribe to the podcast and check us out on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube at Scotch Parlor. Till next time, cheers and go create.